Welcome back to another episode of RC Stuff powered by Hobby Wing. My name is Jordan Temkin. It's been a long time, but I am here with my co-host, Charlie Swanka. I'm so excited Jordan's back. I, I know. I've missed you so much, buddy. Yeah, man, me too. I've missed I missed the sound of your voice and in uh, our general shenanigans that we we ta- talk about so i'm i'm excited to uh catch up a bit cuz it's I'm, been it's been what a, a few months at least yeah maybe more than a few before many many months proline by the fire you went on the road there for a while and you left us all hanging you were so busy i i did leave you hanging i uh yeah i've been on a job from july till a, a week or two ago and in case you guys don't remember, Jordan not only is two-time back-to-back uh, drone racing champion of the world, he's also <laughs> a very famous camera operator for the uh, movie industry now because he's a, he's a fancy well, drone pilot. I think I think so. That's that's something that I've been learning a lot of is all the terminologies in the film world. Mm-hmm. And I am a drone pilot. Okay. We and then I also work with a camera operator. Oh. Who operates the camera? So you got the easy job. I I move the camera to where <laughs> it wants to be, and then he moves the camera in relation to where I've moved the camera. Right. I, I feel like you're the Does guy who pushes sense. the the dolly. Right. Yeah. I am. I am a three dimensional dolly grip. That's cool. Yeah. It's it's good fun. I uh. So yeah. Just to to catch everyone and you up. Yes, I please. went to go work on a movie that I unfortunately can't speak about at the moment um, from July-ish till now-ish. So it's been a long road. Still still doing it? Nope, we're you're done. Wrapped. You're, you're we are, yeah, we are, we are wrapped from the movie. Um, so that was like a very, you know, that was one, two, three, four, five months-ish, give or take. Um, we had a break in the middle from a hurricane down in, in the south uh, at the end of August. But otherwise, it's been like 12, 15-hour days, five days a week, hustling. I, I was I was um, a little jealous of some of your sunrise oh my shots gosh. until I realized that how early it is in the morning when it's happening. that's actually something that I was talking to my guys about. I was like, dude, I've never seen so many sunrises <laughs> consecutively like back to back in my entire life because we had to get like wake up we're waking up at like four thirty. it's like roughly an hour drive to get to set and then the sun's rising once you're like getting ready you know you're grabbing breakfast you're drinking coffee you're getting ready for the day and you watch the sunrise and i did that every day for months and i was like dude it's I'm... almost it's almost like camping yeah and i'm i'm usually like the night owl i'm the one that like stays up until the sun's gonna start to rise and i'm like oh no i gotta go to bed so i i rarely see the sunrise unless i'm like on a hike or, or you happen or, to have stayed up all night right it's like yeah exactly you didn't get up or it's some time. weird like odd reason that i'm seeing the sunrise but this was like it was beautiful i mean i i kind of fell in love with the morning lifestyle so after did you get home and try to catch some sunrises because no, i, caught myself I, doing I that. think i slept for like 16 hours the first night i got home so i we, i was trying to connect with jordan while he was on the road I'm, I'm thinking in my head he's gotta have an hour that him and i can sit down and do a podcast and i know he travels with a sweet microphone so 
uh, on and off, he's like, no, bro, we're out the door at like four in the morning and yeah. we're back at the hotel wrenching and sleeping. I'm like, yeah, oh. it's like, well, you, sound, you leave at like glamorous. 430 and then sometimes you get home at like seven or eight, right? Mm -hmm. And so the, you have like 30 minutes to eat and go fall asleep and you're barely going to not get eight hours. You know right. what I mean? So it was, it was, I unfortunately did not have time to do anything at all but you know it was it was an incredible experience um and i can't wait for everyone to see what we did because it was uh i think it's it's some like i don't know how to describe it but it was we got to film in a way that i haven't seen fpv drones used oh much um, I, I feel like you need to tell us more. I, I guess the way I'll put it is like, usually we see FPV and like, usually the work that we do is like car commercials, action sports. It's this high octane, high energy kind of stuff. Sure. And this was more like that film elegance and like, it was just slower. He's trying real hard not to use the word cinematic. No, not. but like, it was just like, it was more like direct and like thoughtful in, in, instead of just being like action, adrenaline. Yeah. It was like, you know, this, you were kind of showing the beauty mm -hmm. for, for long extended periods of time instead of like this quick two second cut that we usually see with FPV. So it's a long drone shot. Like they use the whole. We, or, I mean, we yeah. did many, 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 many drone shots. Gotcha. You know. So you get to fly all day. Uh, we flew every, every, most of the days, five days a week, roughly. Well, I, and I, I and I also I was I was flying the large heavy lift drone, also. Cine lifters, I think, is the term. Well, right? no, like bigger, bigger. Oh, even like like fifty pound. And you, your thirty-two inch propeller. Your company, you guys make these. Um, the, the heavy lift is the Alta X. Okay. So that's a free fly Alta X. That's a, it's kind of like the standard big camera gimbal, like aerial photography drone. 50 pounds, huh? Yeah. It's a heavy, what, heavy what kind guy. of rush is that to fly? Um, flying's not that hard. It's actually, so it's got, has this really cool system. It's called the RTK, like GPS lock. Okay. So instead of just a standard GPS, it has a standard GPS on there also. But like when you position hold on a standard GPS, it still kind of moves around a bit, you know, like it sort of floats and drifts. Gotcha. And with RTK, you put a third GPS like on the ground with a laptop oh. and it like triangulates gotcha. the whatever, whatever. And then you it click. uses math and science. Yeah, math and science, our favorite <laughs> thing. And it, it, I don't know what it does, but it triangulates somehow, and it, it's it has like centimeter accuracy. So okay. you have this giant drone, and you flip a switch, and it literally will stay in the same place, dead still, no dead still, like no it's wiggle, like a tripod no in the air. It's incredible. I mean, it's kind of like when you're flying a DJI drone. Right, you know that and, that, and, that first time sensation, but right up. with with like it inspires, and it's like it's even better than that stuff. Like right. those are rock solid, but like this is like a whole nother level. 
So we were flying that, and then we were also flying FPV drones. Um, actually, but no, never like action camera stuff. You're always eight inch props are bigger. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. it was big, big expensive cameras and expensive lenses and blah blah blah, all that fun jazz. Luckily, no, I didn't have any crashes. Oh, ever. really? No. I was that was going to be my next question is how many did you get to wad up for the sake of the shot? Yeah, none. I I did not crash a single time on this entire movie. Cuz I remember it was probably the last time we talked you were telling about a shoot around when you they they told you to fly through the fire type of thing. So yeah. that wasn't happening here. So that's actually the the movie that we worked on at the beginning of the year, uh Ambulance by Michael Bay will be coming out soon actually. I'm gonna look up the date right now. Yeah, I was gonna say you guys you guys actually uh, got to post that you were shooting about that. Yeah, Vanover so it, posted stuff too. Yeah, the official trailer came out back in October and oh. it looks like April eighth of twenty twenty two. So in in four months, give or take. Nice. Um we're gonna get to watch Ambulance by Michael Bay that has a bunch of FPV in it. So when we all go to that movie to watch it, RC stuff nerds, we're all gonna yell RC stuff every time we see a drone shot. Yeah. yeah. Oh look, FPV. Oh look, FPV. RC stuff. RC stuff. So that that's that's, that's gonna be really cool. That's a lot of that is uh, Alex Vanover, um, and then I I did some of the stuff on that movie too. So that's coming out very soon, faster than I expected actually. April. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, I mean that's that's been my life. It's been it's been. Uh, Hold on, you, you make it sound like all you've been doing. It. Between all of that, he's also been the color announcer on Drone Racing League. Oh yeah, on yeah. TV. I saw you on TV. Dog. So in, in the middle of that, I, I've retired from drone racing mostly, kind of because of that, because I I couldn't like race and practice when I was flying five days a week. There's a lot of you flight know. time required to compete with the kids yeah like if you're if you want to be the top of your game you have to practice right like that's same goes for any it's not, it's, it's not just practice you think of that you know loosely but you have to practice a lot constantly right every day yeah it's right. not yeah. yeah it's the drl skill pool has gotten to the point that like everyone is so good that if you're not training it's a bunch of tryhards well you're just not gonna i mean it's like proper competitive sport right like mm -hmm. If you're not putting in the time, you're not going to do as well, right? You don't so wanna, You don't want to go on TV and look like you're not knowing what you're doing and be super slow. I mean, you can see the the terribleness of the, the, the talent level right yeah, there. Yeah, so they're, they're, those guys are putting in mega time this year, and the mm -hmm. flying has been, like, sensational. I, it's some of the best drone piloting that I've ever seen in my life. It's the, it's pretty incredible. The the battles have been ridiculously close between the yep. top four or five guys when they end up in the finals together. Yeah. It has been it has been very fun to watch. And they and so so we were like in real life season and then they just did a bunch of races hybrid uh it, so it was a hybrid season. So we had some in real life races and then some um virtual sim. season sim races. Is it, are you allowed to say sim is that is that the way? Yeah, I think it's simulator. That's what they call it. Yeah. So, so then they, it was it was actually really interesting to watch the like how people did in real life, and then how does that translate into the sim? Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, of course, the guys who are good are good across the board. 
Yeah, that's uh, been kind of the bummer. I was hoping there was going to be some jumps back and forth, but the, the, the some of those guys are too darn good at both. Right. They're just good. So, and then you have like the the guys who are like I guess would be are stronger in real life or in the simulator. And then fun enough, we have a final, the DRL final race is going to be in real life. Um on January 5th in Las Vegas. Um, and I'm, it, from I'm what excited I've heard. Because I think I want to go. Yeah, you should come. I'm just going to show up. You should. I Charlie. I know Jordan. And uh, I, from what I've read, I believe Weezer is opening. What? Yeah, dude. <laughs> I had the same reaction. I was like, Weezer? I haven't I, thought of Weezer since like the early 2000s. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not sure what to say to that. But I, I mean, I, I'm I'm excited to see, you know, what that's like. So uh, you can buy tickets and go and watch the racing. I don't. I think that was like the plan. And then <laughs> I'm, gonna have to hit, you know, I'm, I'm clearly I'm going to have to hit up Tony Niddle and see what he says. Yeah, jo- Jordan's not hooking it up. And then there's like I I don't know if there's like in person audience or not. Mm. I. Unfortunately, I would say go to the DRL website and find out um, because I don't have, I'm not, you know, he, know he just works there. On. Yeah, I just, I just he, yell just and announcer. scream when things get exciting. Yeah. I, I was excited to hear you announce races and call the play by play. The, the silky tones of Jordan Temkin live on the air. It's, it was fantastic. Yeah, it was, it's, it's been really, really fun. I mean, it's, Announcing is definitely way harder, you know. Props to you, Charlie, <laughs> for all that you do. Cause it's hard, man. <laughs> like, just to talk in in a coherent manner, and and like what ended up happening was like I would think of something, but my mouth isn't like catching up to my thought, you know. And then you just start stumbling, right. And then you're like, that was fast. He wow. raced good. Yeah. You know, and you're like, and then you stop for a second. You're like, that was the dumbest thing. Like, just no insight. No, like, no value to the audience. You catch yourself saying, yeah, that was great. Yeah. Oh, wow. He passed him because he was faster. <laughs> you're like, yeah, well. How else would he have passed him? I'm, I'm I'm glad you called yourself on it. I didn't want to have to do it. I yeah. I got to learn to announce not on national TV, so it was a little easier, a lot less pressure. So I thought you did good. I I was I was impressed. Thanks, man. Yeah, I I feel like I, the first few was rough, and then I like kind of caught my groove. You mm-hmm. know, you get in the flow, you figure out the timing of like your your co-host and yeah, when you can butt in and when they're gonna butt in and and it's kind of turns into this like unspoken language i, I think they call it banter mm. Something yeah like or yeah just like the rhythm the right. van- rhythm of the banter so that that was that was a really fun learning experience um yeah i mean for me 2021 has been a year of just learning more about the world and the professional space of broadcast and film. Yeah, you're on two very high-end levels of it, like a major televised thing and then pretty big movie sets as well. So it's 
Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, it's, I, I would say so too, man. Not not bad for a ski bum. No, not bad at all. But it is <laughs> it is uh, ski season. I just was in copper. I just did a, a shoot last week in copper for a commercial. Did you guys get to ski? We, Me and the two other guys I was with, uh, we stayed an extra night oh. and skied. Vacation day. Yeah, we were like, well, if we're going to be in Colorado up at Copper, might as well just pay for one more night of the hotel room and, you know, yeah. enjoy it. That's us. a good call. So that was really great just so that we could kind of like let loose after working. Um, but yeah, and ski those, season's those, back. those are the same. Is it the same group you, that you work with on a regular basis for the movies and stuff, too? Yeah, that, that crew, it's uh, the camera operator's name is Brian Wolf. Um, and then Ben Stephanitis is, is the tech. Um, and they were on the, the movie the whole time with me. And mm. then, and then, you know, that we kind of work together when we're all available. This is a silly question. I feel like, but does that so, mean your name's going to be in the credits of the movie? I hope so. Oh, I, it's probably I, the production company's name. Yeah. From my understanding, like the credits of a movie are very, mm-hmm. you know, it's like one person's job to decide all <laughs> sort of thing so I, I i don't know i really understand but it would be very that's like what i'm most excited to watch for ambulance and then mm. what i'll be most also be excited for this this next movie coming up is the just credits. to see if i'm in the credits I, I feel like you should be able to ask your boss that question and he could tell you ahead of time yeah i don't know mm. i don't know how i'm i'm more leaving that up to the you know simple simple solution people right it's it's I I'd rather be happily surprised <laughs> than, than pre, dis- pre disappointed. Right, right. They get all worked up and then be disappointed. Oh, my name's not even in this movie. I don't care. Right. Or I'll be like, oh, dude, check it out. Stand up Look, at the it's end. There. There's two guys left. <laughs> my name. Show yeah. me your ID at the bottom, bottom of the credits. But uh, yeah, I mean, what what have you been up to, Charlie? Hmm. I got to go to multi GP champs at the no quarter ranch. That was nice. awesome. The Matt and Michelle Brooks, who I met years ago at a ASL event. There was a maker fair in New York. And at the time, I think they lived in Jersey or somewhere up there. And they both of them, they weren't married at the time, but after a couple of years, they got married. They both retired and they moved down to Florida and bought this I, I want to say it's 10 acres plot of land and then built a house cleared the property of all the woods that were on it and have a drone racing track that's gigantic, no way. like huge so they they donated their land for the cause they live there too but he uh, wanted a track drone racing for himself to race at so he uh-huh. could fly all the time in his yard and he did it nice enough that they can like host events there so he's got wow you can roll up in a camper, and he's got a spot where you can park and hang out, and you know there's a steel-covered area for the drivers to pit in, or the drivers, the pilots to pit in, and then he's got concrete pads for the flight line. He's got a, two different metal buildings for wow, like sheds. Like They're not proper infrastructure. Yeah. Wow. I we do a tour of it on the Charlie Show episode um, for Multi GP Champ, so we check it all out on, yeah, on the YouTube. I, 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 Not you, the people, because I'm sure the people I should also check that out. Right, you could, if you're that interested. But the 
they had a sportsman class and they had pro class run on two different days. And I was able to stay and cover all of that and get on the mic with Joe and do some announcing. So I actually have some pretty fun footage of behind the scoring computer with the, the split screen up and all the pilot reactions and fun stuff like that. So it was pretty entertaining racing, to say the least. They came down to four finals. Multi-GP, they run Chase the Ace. You remember what that is? Uh-huh, uh-huh. You got to win two finals before it's over. So since they had four pilots in the final, each one had won one final. So it came down to the fifth final type. Of oh game wow! To decide so it's like a, a sudden death or winner take all situation. It, it was crazier than that. None of these races were like simple two laps and done type of deal. There was crashes by the leader on the last gate and people oh, coming by him. Man. There was crashes by the leader on the last gate, but he would get back up in the air. Second place was so far behind, or there'd be a pass a couple gates before the end. One stage, heads up, smashed his lens on the final dive gate, mm-hmm. was way out in front, got back up in the air, finished with a broken lens, and won the race. Wow. Or, yeah. So it was chaotically exciting. It was insane. The, uh, there was some drama on the fly line because they had one of the pilots. I forget who it was. Every time they'd say, arm your quads, his copter would flip out. And these guys, so they'd ice them out on the line, basically, because they were ready to go. It had to change. It was nonsense. It took forever to finish the finals. But <laughs> So how how late were you guys up that night? The curfew for the, the neighborhood that they live in is like 10 p.m. or 11 p.m. for the noise ordinance, I think, because the cops came. The one day, and they're like, you guys are fine. This is awesome. And they gave all the cops ride-alongs for a while. So, like, you know, we kind of knew that we had till exactly 11 o'clock before we had to worry. And I think we finished the last main at, like, 10.45 or something like that. Oh, nice. So we were able to but just there barely. Wasn't s- some crazy 1 a.m. Yeah, it was still a lot later than it needed to be. But, yeah, yeah. it wasn't that bad. That's good. That's good. Yeah, that sounds that sounds like fun, man. That's like I I love those races when you're like I don't know who's gonna win. You know, I mean, going into it, my money was definitely on Evan again because he's right. He kind of comes out of nowhere. You know, that's but that and then and then that gets kind of shook up. You're like, whoa, did I make the right choice? He, he, I think he was last the first main. Like it wasn't even he wasn't even close type of deal. Right. That's that's super exciting. And th- they had a rainout day, so some of the the finals got shuffled around. I can't remember exactly how it ended, but they instead of running the lower forty race when they were supposed to, they ended up staying the extra day and running them, which I unfortunately missed out because I had a flight. But um, the on the rain day, a bunch of us went go karting, and that was oh, fun yeah. too. You know, Chris Thomas loves to take everybody go karting. Oh yeah, oh yeah. There was a really cool go karting track down in New Orleans. Oh, uh, outdoor like gas carts mm, proper where, where you're going fast enough, you know, down the straightaway that if you tap your brake a little too hard, you start spinning mm. one of those places. That was uh, so I, I, too, did went go karting on my time off. Um, actually, that's a fun, fun little story. We went go karting with a bunch of the other crew from this movie. Uh, on one of the weekends crew and, battles and one of the guys was like hey whoever he was just very confident you know he he had taken like driving courses and whatnot at laguna seca and he knew was his talking, way around a race yeah track. he was talking big game right and he was like i'll put 300 dollars up to whoever gets the fastest time today 
Oh, so Chris Thomas was there? No, no. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like something he would do, right? No, because he, he just... did a side bet with everybody at the go-kart track. Like, yeah. everybody was in for 50 bucks for fastest lap. So he, that's he this was the similar kind of, but it was this guy was so confident. He was like, I'm going to put 300 bucks up because he, like, thought he was going to win. Win his own money? Yeah. Um, and then uh, we did showed up, him? and I won. Oh, nice. Yeah. I was so, the only some person with a sub-30-second lap. It was like, you know, I got like a 29.9 how many, something. How many times did you guys run? Three. Oh, okay. So it was more. It yeah. wasn't just lucky cart? No, it wasn't just lucky. No, I mean, the first cart I got was like bunk. Like it would it would <laughs> hit the, you know, in the golf carts when you hit the limiter and you right. can just feel the, like it's, you're like, okay, governor. it's not giving me anymore. <clears throat> yeah, the first cart was like that. And then they unlocked me, I think, in the second one. And I'm I'm just like, thinking oh, of fast. when we went to the, the place in Dallas when you got hosed repeatedly by yeah. the the level one carts. Yeah, with my my broken suspension, I was just like dragging the frame <laughs> across the road. <laughs> it was the broken suspension. I, yeah, but it was the bumper. But <laughs> whatever it was, I don't know what it was, but it was not. It was These go karts did car. not have suspension, Jordan. You sound sound like somebody's girlfriend when you say go kart suspensions. Broken. It's, it's <laughs> I mean, is, is tires tires counts as part of a suspension? No, it doesn't. You say so. <laughs> I'm not, not going to argue with you. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to say something. I'm going to regret. Yeah, we're we're all just losing brain cells over here. Sorry, everybody, for for making you dumber today. <laughs> um, so, otherwise, I mean, I know uh, Hobby Wing has a new product. XR10 Pro G2S just got released. It's the all-new 10-scale racing speed control. Yeah. And what's, I what's always get the it. scoop? Yeah, what's different about it? The One of the big things that 10-scale electronics have been fighting is heat dissipation and putting higher-powered fans on, airflow through the, the car, all that fun stuff. And this speed control has new internals as well as new case design, heat sink, and a completely new fan that is a frameless fan so it allows a lot more airflow from the same maybe even a less current drawn fan so the power output or power drain of the right. fan is lower for the speed controls bec so you get more airflow better cooling effectiveness from this new design all at less output from the speed control overall so that along with the improved bec design helps keep the insides of the speed control a whole lot cooler and it also has a new drag brake tuning feature so that you can change how quickly the drag brake applies. And that's the, in case you didn't know, automatic uh -huh. braking. When you go to neutral, it applies the brakes for you automatically. Uh -huh. You have some control over the speed of that application. I'm moving my hands a lot when I Got explain it. this. So and it's, no one can it's, see it. Yeah, yeah. I'm moving my hands too along <laughs> with, I, I hope they're the same movements as yours. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's how strong is the braking at neutral and how quickly and strongly right. does that apply right before we could control the strength of it now we can control the rate that it applies at. so That's it's cool. actually something that i feel like came from the rock crawling speed controls that i've been a huge fan of so this is good to see it in racing because it really lets you hone in for the more technical parts of the track when you, you don't want drag brake to come on super fast right wow so it's it's like a you know it's a good step and improvement 
it, it's not going to like change your your game, but yeah. it will and it will help like, with reliability and longevity and a lot it, of that kind of stuff, it, right? It's, a, it's another fans. one of those what I'll call trademark hobby wing improvements that you gain some tunability without losing anything. So it's right. all more right. options. It's, type it's a it's an incremental upgrade. Right. That's nice. I mean, who but doesn't the, like who doesn't like extra features and more usability without losing anything? Terrible people. Yeah, iPhone I users. guess. Yeah, you're right. But it's more the the case and the internal design than it actually is just simple settings or a new fan. So the fan is a big part of it. This is a you know patented design from the ground up style of cageless fan for these speed controls. And I think it's going to be a trend that we see kind of moving through the product line moving forward because it does work very well. I mean, I had both of the speed controls sitting on my table doing some side-by-side -side stuff, and you can feel the air coming off the side of the G2S much more than you can the other speed controls. Like you, it's just warm around it. It's just like, the airflow. Like, right, you can you know just what feel I mean? it. It's like the fan's it. on high instead of low. Right. That's nice. Yeah. That's good. That's good. And then I know that there's a lot of folks out there that are in drag racing, and I do get a lot of folks asking us to talk about drag racing more in the podcast. So I don't have a ton of great new news other than we are in the midst of finishing the update. Finally, we're, we're weeks away from having that all done, and the big trend is going to push it towards unlocking the A-scale speed control because the drag racing stuff has gotten kind of so load intensive that the 10 scale speed controls are starting to get kind of topped out with what they can do and we're d moving towards running the a scale speed control for this so i'm excited for all that big huge so you, wires so giant power caps and how how large is a is a drag car 10 scale it's two wheel drive scale, yeah you, it's like you a need an eighth scale powerhouse mm. Overkill you, is always good. Right, the sure. folks are running some very low turn motors, and we're getting to the point now where the gearing and the tune on the speed control is starting to show the the, the size limitations of the ten scale speed control. So going to a speed wow. control with more MOSFETs, bigger, all that is going to help just pass more current to the motor and find a new weak link besides the, the the electronics or you know the the hardest working piece of the electronics. I'll say, right. Right. I, I mean, I guess, word I guess link, the same but. kind of way that, like, we run 200 amp ESCs mm -hmm. on our motors and we're mm -hmm. really only pulling Correct. 90. Right. And for the, the, for the drag racing stuff, there's so much uh, surge current, if you will. Right. And now it's getting to the point where it's a surge that sustains because of the, the tune, the amount of traction that they have. So you're getting these two-second, very, very high current drain situations. And... Mm. Um, Bigger, better, tougher speed controls are probably going to be the trend moving forward. Right. I never thought that I would see guys running the settings that they're using now in 10 scale. I, th I was assuming the 10 scale speed control was going to be enough for a very, very long time. But, of course, I was wrong. Yeah, you need you need the Texas Ranch edition. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Bigger's better. Yeah. Bigger. Always. Yep. Rat, dude. Well, what, what, are we, what are we looking into the future? Well, uh, the what's team... happening in the next in the new year? Oh, Charlie, what? It's the new year, almost. So it's the, it's the nerd year. Ha happy so nerd year, everybody. What is what is your New Year's resolution? <laughs> <laughs> I was I was Char Jordan, Charlie but... was mumbling about how he didn't want to talk about New Year's resolutions, so I'm bringing it up because 
fans of the show will remember my New Year's resolution last year was to teach myself how to CAD. And I'd, I'd spent a solid 15 minutes on whatever that Google CAD, Tinkercad was, and I made a wrench. And I was stoked, and I thought that was going to be it. And I, that was that was the last of it. And, so. and that was it. And like you all thought my it was it, and it was it. I knew better. I, I figured as much. Every New Year's resolution I've ever made has, has not happened. So my New Year's resolution this year is just very simply to not have a New Year's resolution. <laughs> Which I think in itself already defeats itself because that is a, is a resolution. I don't. Know. Right, right. You're already you're already self, uh, you know, putting negative energy on your New Year's. It's okay. I'm 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 positive everywhere else except for New Year's resolutions. I you shouldn't need a resolution. You should better yourself every day, right? Right. Yeah. There you go. Better yourself every day. That's your New Year's resolution. Perfect. I'll you're take like I don't want one. I don't know. <laughs> Stop giving me one. I don't want anything to live up to. <laughs> I, I should have a New Year's resolution to be nicer to the customers. That all the listeners will appreciate that when they call. <laughs> That's always good. Yeah, you're. you're what about you? You're since you, since you, since you brought it up, are, are, what, what's your what's your New Year's resolution going to be, boss man? Oh man, oh I I did I brought it up so that I could hear your answer, um, not not my own. Um, I, I would say better organization, you know, I, I look back at my little workspace here and it's still the same mess that's kind of been there all year. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Um, well, you're gone like, for six months though. So yeah. But got... it's this perpetual, like it never is organized and clean. It's always Ever. a mess. Right. Right. So I that I think that's what I would like to work on is just general workspace cleanliness. That's a good one. Um, I'm gonna do that too. Maybe not cleanliness, but workspace organization. I like that better than being nice to the customers. So I'm gonna do that one too. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna try to do it. Spot. Kick. Sweet man. So hopefully I see you in Vegas. Um, and, and maybe we'll, uh, we'll chat about what happens there in the next episode. Yeah. And well, on top of all of that, Jordan, it's been so long since you've been on the show. You forgot the real reason that people tune in. Oh, I did. My goodness. Oh, joys. To tell them, tell them why they're really here. To get some free RC stuff. Oh, that's, that's, that's absolutely right. Do you, do you remember, I mean, it's been a while. Do you remember how they get the free RC stuff? Oh, man, I'm racking my brain. Mm. Um, they they email us at yes. rcstuff at hobbywing.com. That is correct. We still get entries. rcstuff at hobbywing.com is awaiting. What information should they include in this email oh, so that geez. they can get entered? This is. I feel like I'm taking a pop quiz right now. You should. You know this. It's it's there. You got it. And you, what kind um, of information would I mean, you expect us to need? To you know your package? name, your address, yeah. and what your favorite RC pastime is, so that we can yes. hopefully tailor yes. whatever free RC stuff that you're getting to be useful RC stuff instead of RC stuff that you don't need. See, I knew you had it in you. Yeah. And you also want to include just in case we have a, your shirt size. Oh, yeah. And don't be surprised if the shirt that you get is one size larger because sometimes we got to adjust them for inflation. I'm not 
The, the shirts are off by a size. So you probably get it one size. <laughs> is is this because size. of pandemic related? Uh, no, they've always games? been that way. No, they've always been that way. I think that whoever ordered the shirts, it's some sort of weird brand where their sizing is off. That's all. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's s- actually true because I I wear like a medium large and I need a large. Yeah, me too. From I wear a medium a medium normally and I wear a large of these right. sweet shirts. Just they in are, case. Not all of the packages have a T-shirt. Somebody's going to win. There's not going to be a shirt in there. But like, stupid Charlie. <laughs> hey, but maybe they'll get we've, a hat. We've built this up a bit now, and I feel like now we have a winner. Are you, are you ready, Jordan? Yeah, who's our winner? Our winner from Joplin, Missouri? M-O is Missouri, right? Joe Laval. So. Congratulations, Joe. We'll be in touch via email with your prize package. They're going to send you a link. you got to put your address in, and then the box will be on its way. You'll hopefully awesome. get that the Monday after you listen to this episode. Do we know what Joel likes? He is a vintage RC guy, and he's into general off-road stuff, so that's fantastic. Oh, we'll that's, get him that a, proper, a proper system for that and some sweet hobby wing apparel. Yeah, we've got some good off-road stuff. Mm-hmm. Sweet, man. Well, congratulations to the, our lucky winner, and maybe hopefully next time you, whoever is listening, can be a winner too. If you didn't send in your email, please do. RCStuff at HobbyWing.com. You want to wrap us out, Charlie? I think, uh, yeah, that's a solid catch-up. Jordan, I want to thank you for making some time in your busy schedule to tune in with all of us. I've gotten so many requests to get Jordan back that I'm glad you're finally back with us. Well, and if anyone has any questions about any RC-related stuff that Charlie and I might be able to talk about, you know, feel free to also email rcstuff at hobbywing.com with your questions, comments, you know, whatever whatever you'd like to hear. Stuff to talk about? You, you got a topic you want us to explain, discuss? Please let us know. Well, maybe explain and create, cause even more confusion, but we'll yeah, try we'll, our best. Right. We'll give you our opinions. That's this is a show about opinions. No, <laughs> but thanks for tuning in, everybody. This has been once again RC stuff, powered by Hobby Wing. I'm Charlie Sawanka here, along time alongside two-time drone racing world champion and professional announcer, camera operator extraordinaire Jordan Jet Temkin. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll see you all next time. Bye bye.